Hey there, and welcome to the Zesty CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Passy, aka The Zesty Blonde, and I'm so excited to party with you as we cover all things aligned marketing and business strategy. If you are ready to learn what's keeping you stuck instead of scaling, we're going to talk about it today. We're going to take care of these issues today. Maybe not completely, but we're going to make you aware of these issues and help you get started on the path to solving them so you can scale. First and foremost, first and foremost, let's talk about what scaling means. What scaling means. I've heard lots of different definitions from different people, but when I think of scaling, I think of being able to make more money in less time, more money, less time. That's what scaling means to me. So what we're going to be talking about today is that definition, more money, less time. So let's jump into it. We're going to talk about the four things that are keeping you stuck instead of scaling. Number one, number one, the first thing that most of you are probably doing is you're not valuing your offers correctly. You're not valuing your offers correctly. So this probably looks like the first thing you're probably doing. If your money mindset isn't right, if you're not magnetic to money right now, it's probably because you're projecting your money insecurities on to your audience. You're like, oh, I don't think, I don't think anybody in my audience will buy that. I don't think they'll pay for it. I don't think, and you haven't done any of the market research. You haven't put any of the strategy into it. All of your, your brain is just going to self-sabotage mode and it goes, I don't think that's going to work because this was me in the beginning of my business. I was like, I don't think they can afford that. I don't think I want to charge that much because I'm scared. Nobody will buy it in my audience. And I projected my own insecurities around income, around making money onto my audience. We're like, Oh, I'm just going to be like, shh. Like, I don't really want to sell because it's scary because I'm projecting my own money insecurities onto my business or onto my business, onto my offers, onto my audience, all of that. So stop doing that. Knock it off. This is your spiritual slap in the face. Your mindset slap in the face. Stop doing that. I love you. Let's move forward. So stop projecting your money mindset onto your audience because that's not going to kill you. And if you're going to project your money mindset onto your audience, let it be from a place of abundance. I have now shifted into this really magical place of being like, of course, people are going to pay for this. Of course, this is highly valuable. Of course. And that is the money mindset that I project onto my audience now. And it's changed everything. That is why I sell out of my offers. That is why I have so, like, it's so easy for me to build income. That's the easiest part of my business is making money. That's the easiest part of my business. Some of you would be like, oh no, it's creating content. It's talking to people. No, the easiest part of my business is making money. That's the easiest part. So another thing that you're doing within this, you're not valuing your offers, is you're charging hourly. You should be valuing your offers based off of the opportunity cost. This is going to help you shift your money mindset as well. Because you need to be valuing offers based off of the opportunity cost. What is the opportunity cost? What they are going to have to spend time and money wise in order to get these results elsewhere or in order to waste their time and not get the results or what not getting the results is going to do. So for example, 
For example, let's say I have tons of fitness coaches that I work with. So I'm going to use this because it's just easy. Let's say one of your clients is like, I want to lose 10 pounds because I want to feel more confident in my body. Um, and you know, losing weight just isn't the only thing that helps build confidence, but being consistent does. And that's why part like partially why losing weight is such a big deal in people's brains. Anyway, a little bit of a brain psychology moment there. Um, some of you guys are going to be like, what? <laughs> Anyways, but they want to lose that. They want to feel more confident and they want to be, and that confidence is going to carry over into other parts of their life. So the opportunity cost of them not doing this, they're going to try all the different programs that you know that your program is going to serve them exactly how they need to be served. It's going to help keep them accountable. It's going to help them stay on track and they will lose that 10 pounds if they are willing to commit right? And you've got their, they're connected to you. So they're like, yes, I want to commit. But if they do not do this, if they do not do this, they're going to try all the different programs. They're going to tell you Weight Watchers and all like the skinny wraps and, and like all of the potions and lotions and things that, and they're going to spend hundreds of dollars just trying to lose these 10 pounds. And also because they're not feeling confident in themselves, they haven't really dedicated themselves to anything. They've just kind of been wishy-washy. They're maybe going to lose out on promotions at work because they didn't ask. Maybe they're not going to take that leap into a relationship that's going to be fully fulfilling for them. That is the opportunity cost. So what is that opportunity cost? If they don't do it, you need to be basing your value off of that opportunity cost. Okay. Moving into number two, you guys got this. You need to value your offers. So stop charging hourly, start basing things off of the opportunity cost and looking at things strategically instead of being like, okay, if I charge $15 an hour, then it's only gonna be this much and I'm sure that they can pay that. Don't project your money insecurities on your audience. Create something that feels good for you, that's going to work good for you and that's going to scale later on. You're not later gonna look back and be like, Thanks. That's not working for me anymore. All right, moving into number two. You guys, this is a big one. All right, so number two is living, you're living in the need versus the dream. This is keeping you stuck instead of scaling. You're living in, I need this. 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 And you're capping yourself. Many people get to that like 5K months and they're like, yeah, everybody can live on 5K. Everybody can live on 5K. If you can't live on 5K, you need to learn how to budget. But 5K months, like most people can live on 5K. They can make that work however they need to, right? They can make that work, um, which is great. But we need to shift from living in the need to living in the dream. What this is going to do is it's going to help you focus on outcomes. It's going to help you focus on those dreams and keep moving forward instead of being like, oh, I have enough now. I have enough now. Everything's fine. I have enough now. You're going to keep moving forward. Your income is going to help you influence more people. And almost every, I would say every single person in this group, I would love for you to have more influence. I would love for you to have more influence. It's okay for you to want to be paid. It's okay for you to have copious amounts of money. It's okay for you to be an extremely wealthy woman. That is okay. And you should be. 
You should absolutely, especially as a business owner, especially as an entrepreneur, you deserve to be in a place of influence and exponentially expanding your income is going to help you do that. It's going to help you do that. You deserve it. You know, look, think about the people you want to help. Just like really quickly, close your eyes. Who do you want to help? How is their life going to change forever for the better? Why are you not, why are you not stepping into that place of exponential income and influence? We are leaving the excuses behind because you have been called to a greater purpose and now is the time. No more putting it off. No more, I'll wait, I'll wait a little bit. We'll see what happens. No more of that. It's done. We're done with that. We're Xing the excuses. You deserve to live in this dream space. Many of you have giant dreams. Seemingly insurmountable. You're like, oh, that's really scary. I don't know if I'll ever do that. I remember feeling that way. About $5,000 months. About those 5K months. About 10K months. I was like, I don't know if this will ever happen in my lifetime, but it would be nice. But it would be nice. And all the things that I could do with that, oh, I could give back. I could hire family members. I could, you know, do all. And now I'm doing those things. Now I'm doing those things because I decided to not live in the need space. I could have easily stopped at 5K, could have easily stopped at 8K, could have easily stopped at 10K. But I don't do that because I'm not in the need space. And that changes the way I sell as well. So let's talk about that. So instead of when you are living in the need space, sales come off a little desperate because you need money. You need money. Everybody, we need money. We need money to survive because we got to pay for our house. We got to pay for the food. We got to pay for the kids. Got to pay off the debt. Don't want the IRS to come like, hello. No, we don't want that. We need money. But when we shift from going from this is what I need right now to dreaming bigger than that, that is when exponential income is created. Okay, so you're selling instead of being like, oh, desperation is going to shift into confident because you're like, I know this is going to help you. I know this is going to help you. And you, me helping you helps me create dreams. Me helping you get your dreams helps me create my dreams. So it becomes this really beautiful connection instead of, hey, you should buy my stuff. And then sales shifts completely. This is how that comes into play. So number two, shift from that need to the dream. I am a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. All right. Number three. Number three. This is another mistake that you are making that's keeping you stuck instead of scaling. Number three, not having strategic offers. 
oh, this is such a huge mistake. Some people get out there and they're like, I kind of have decided to jump into business and I'm not really totally sure on what I'm offering yet, but pay me money. <laughs> I did this. When I started my business, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm here. Even though marketing is my realm, marketing and business strategy are my realm of expertise. I literally, when I stepped out, I had no freaking clue. I had no freaking clue. It's way easier. It's way easier for me to look at other people and be like, oh, this is what to do. Da, 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 da. But when I do it for myself, it's like, oh my gosh. So that took a lot of mindset work. And that's why we added in that piece. To it. But yeah, that radical self-leadership piece definitely came in. But let's talk about your strategic offers. There are two things that every business needs in the online space. You need a who and a what. Who do you serve? What do you do for them? If you are clear on that, then you can build a strategic product suite for scale. Instead of burning yourself out on one, like this little offer, this $47 offer, this $97 offer, this $1,200 offer, the one thing that you're offering, that you're not really sure about, that isn't selling really well, you need to build a strategic product suite for scale. This is something that I go through with my clients. We start bite size and then we grow up. Or most of the time we start with a big coaching, we sell that out and then we go down, right? But we build out that strategic product suite so that they can scale, they can build these organic funnels and paid funnels later on when they're building those big like 10K, 20K, 30K months when they can invest in ads. We've built all of those pieces. So now that they're scaling, they're like, yeah, 100K a year is easy is easy because they're not stuck on I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know if this is good enough and and I'm not sure I'm really serving my clients because we are clear on that we're clear on that you have to have that clarity and that piece of strategy of building out the strategic offers that you're like okay here's one piece here's the next piece Here's the next piece. Here's everything you are going to need to reach that ultimate transformation that you desire. It is so important to be clear on the who and the what to start. What have any most right now? Start there, then scale. Number four, the last thing we're going to cover today. So, so far we've covered, you're not following your offers, rejecting your money mindset onto your audience, and you're not really clearly valuing your offers. They're still doing hourly we're not doing that anymore. We're dropping that because it needs to be project-based um, or offer-based, depending on what it is. Two, living in the need versus the dream. You deserve to have the income and influence that you desire. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you why inside of the money program. I'm going to show you. I'm going to shift you. It's going to happen. Number three, not having offers. You need to have a strategic product suite so that you can scale. If you're stuck on this one place, you're not going to get anywhere fast. You're, plenty of people have built multi-million dollar businesses off of one offer, right? Plenty of people have done that. But having a strategic product suite will help you serve more people long-term and put less pressure on you in other areas. I could talk about strategic product suites all day, and I probably should. Probably should do a live video. All right, so we're ready for number four. Number four, not valuing yourself not valuing yourself aka imposter syndrome you think 
I don't think I can do this. I don't think people are going to care about my offer. I don't think I'm good enough. I think I'm going to fail everybody. Yes, I felt imposter syndrome. And it's still, every once in a while, it's kind of like, hey, what's up? <laughs> when I'm creating a program or I'm creating a course, it's like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Remember me? And I'm like, go away, Satan. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Part of this is you not valuing yourself. Part of this is you not valuing yourself. You need to value yourself. You need to value who you are. This is preventing what imposter syndrome does is it prevents you from taking that leap. So you have to get your mind right around imposter syndrome. It does not need to control your life. It does not need to control the way you show up. What happens? We get imposter syndrome by looking at other people and what they're doing and not looking inward or upward. We need to look inward and upward, not side to side. We're not crossing the street here. We're not crossing the street here. So look inward and upward, right? This is preventing you from showing up as yourself and taking that leap of creating new programs, creating things you're passionate about, that you feel called to, of talking to the people that you're like, ah, dream client, but scary. You need to kick that. You need to value yourself, your input. You need to show that you value yourself by actions. Investing in yourself. Giving yourself that freedom. Asking someone to hold space. A coach holds space for you. As you're having that imposter syndrome, you're like, ah, look what's happening. And they're like, chill. Everything's okay. You're amazing. Keep going. And I do this almost on a daily basis with most of my clients. You're amazing. Keep going. Keep going. Eventually, that imposter syndrome is going to be a past thought. You're going to be like, of course, I'm a boss at this. A boss of it. Let me share a little bit of my experience. So most of you know that I am, I'm quite young for being a business coach. And that is one of the things that's always like, oh, you're really young. <laughs> Why are people going to trust you? You're a baby. But I also have seven years of marketing and business development experience. Also. Which isn't, isn't very regular. And I remember when I started things, I was like, I don't know who does the, the who and the what was so hard for me because I was scared that I would pick something and then I would fail at it. And then people would be like, see, we knew you couldn't do it. Or that somebody would be like, you're an imposter. You baby, get out of here. I was scared that that would happen. So I didn't make any moves. I didn't make any moves. I was so terrified. That somebody would be like, mm -hmm, nope, you don't belong here. You don't belong. You're an imposter. You don't belong here. But now, that is something of the past. Every once in a while, it still pops up. The fear of failure. Yes, that fear of failure. That you're not good enough. You don't belong here. Sometimes that pops up in my head still. But now I have the tools and the knowledge to combat it. 
And because I did not listen to that imposter syndrome, I have built two six-figure businesses. Two. As a baby. Because I did not listen to the thing that was trying to keep me from growing to my fullest potential. Because I shift my mindset to focus on the abundance of what is possible, not what isn't. If I would have not taken this leap, there are hundreds of women who would still be living with their purpose up here and not out here. There would still be women who are desperate and struggling every day to make their dreams come true, to create the income they desire, to pay off the debt. And I would still be one of those women. But I'm not. And you should live in what is possible. Because so much, what if, what if, what if, what if next month you shifted? This is what happened to me. I made $2,000 one month and the next month, boom, 10K. This is what happened to me. I was making 10,000 next month, 50K. Because I focused on what was possible and I trusted myself and I made the investments. What is possible for you? Anything. What if? What if? What if? Okay. So those are the four things. You're not valuing your offers. You need to get out of that. Stop rejecting your money mindset. You're living in the need versus the dream. Girl, you deserve to have that income and influence that you so desperately desire. And you deserve to be living your purpose out loud. Okay? Number three, you don't have the strategic offer. And number four, not value, valuing yourself enough and that imposter syndrome. Don't let these things keep you stuck. Decide today that something is going to change. Thank you so much for joining me today. I love you. Go forth and conquer, and I will catch you later. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out the show notes for some fabulous freebies to help you scale up your business. And if you are a female entrepreneur who's looking to scale your business to six or multiple six figures in the near future, you can slide into my DMs on Instagram. I am currently onboarding new clients.